as we'll share with our listeners, something weird just happened. Oh yeah, with my computer. Hey guys, uh, so we uh, we use a Blue Yeti microphone. Shout out, shout out. And uh, we plugged it on in. We plugged it on in, and we did a little sound test of us just repeating the word hello like this. Hello, <laughs> hello, 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 hello. And then we listened back to it, and it was it slowed down. I think a and little bit lower. slower. And it was just like it was like men's voices down, being like hello, 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 hello. hello, hello. Um, I don't like it. We'll play it for you at the end of this. It's really creepy. if we remember to add it. But um, there's a ghost. There's a ghost, ghost inside in of yeah, in the side of the machine inside mm-hmm. of the computer. If any of you are wondering, there's always a ghost inside any any kind of technological device you're using. Just go ahead and watch uh, the episode of Max and Natalie Live that we were on to learn more <laughs> about haunted TV sets. In um, an attempt to fill the void where the already watched season of Black Mirror for me was. Mm. Did you finish the series yet? I finally have, yeah. Um, I mean, I sent you pictures of me crying yeah, throughout sobbing. San Junipero. Of course. Yeah. I mean, how could you not? Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, obviously I ran out of episodes of that. So Amazon now has a series based on Philip K. Dick short stories. Great. Called Author Electric of Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? That's right. The novel that Blade Runner is based off mm-hmm. of, the original. Well, I will say that the show itself isn't that amazing, but there's an all-star cast. Anna Paquin is in the first episode. Brian Cranston's in an episode. Oh, Lord. Um... The guy, ugh, I don't remember his name. There's like a million stars in it. It's awesome. great. Yeah. I started the uh, X-Files like new season. Oh, how's it? Not good. They fuck, right? Well, I'm really not that far along, but I, as somebody who loved the X-Files, has seen yeah. all of, all of the files. Everyone? All of the files. Every file? Um, it's re- at least like, I only got through the first two episodes. It's really really belabored it's it's really like trying uh-huh. and at work i was doing my david duchovny impression for you uh-huh which is just like saying something important with almost no inflection could you or care. give the listener a taste i'll try just imagine me like holding someone's shoulders and shaking them no this is the most important thing listen to me <laughs> please we really ha- matters <laughs> we have to get those files to the lab I need to find my sister. She was taken by aliens. I mean, in all fairness, years ago. it would appear that all David Duchovny wants to do is fuck because he's got, Go on. he's a sex addict, right? In real life, yes. So but I not think that Fox he, Mulder. I know, but I think that as an actor, he's probably not motivated by much except the drive to buck. Well, you know, he's in recovery. Yeah. But, just, you know, uh, what I, don't I know. What I mean to say is I feel like maybe... It's distracting him maybe from his work. Maybe <laughs> his focus is elsewhere. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's very, very weird. It's very weird. It's definitely not as good as the actual series, which is the best ever. And I did one time force Robin to watch my favorite episode of The X-Files, Home. Mm-hmm. The scariest... X-Files fans will definitely know TV what show. we're talking about. Yeah. It's like a Ugh. mutant incest... Uh, yeah, horror thing, horror house. Yeah, <sighs> a lot of like dead, deformed babies in the ground. It's Ugh. Really good. A stump mom. All right. 
You gotta I'll watch it. Just to imagine really get what, what I mean by that. About. Yeah. Um, welcome to That's the Spirit, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to TV shows. Uh, sorry, we missed you last week. That's my bad. That's my bad. The semester started again for me, mm-hmm. teaching the old classworks again. And it and, was um, a three day weekend, and we were just, yeah. you know, yeah. we were doing whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But it's now true. we're back on the horse. We're back on the horse. And I will just say out loud right now. <sighs> I really struggled to find a ghost this week. Really? I don't know if it's well, because girl. I don't have my books with me. You well, know my tome. Yeah, what? what it's in Connecticut. I, like, didn't move it with me. I need to get that. Interesting. Usually I start there and then go to the old internet. Yeah. But it was just, like, four hours of me being, like, ghost of the Great Plains. Ghost of <laughs> California. Good old-fashioned blind Googling. Yeah, I did, like, really sadly read a lot about Sitting Bull and, oh, like... so you got distracted. Yeah, I got very distracted. You could have done, yeah. um, like, a an indigenous people's ghost. Yes, I, I think that I will, but I also was pressed for, pressed for time, even though I wasted, like, four hours doing this. Researching Sitting Bull. Yeah, and then I was going to do, and I think I will do, in the next couple weeks, Alcatraz. Ooh. But I realized, like, this is something I need to work on longer than one day. Yeah, I Because there's a, do you know about the Alcatraz hole? No. Okay, great. <laughs> no, don't tell me I'm anything. I'm not going to tell you anything. Okay. I'm not going to tell you anything. I need to find, like, really, really good first account material on this. Okay, great. I can't um, wait. If it, anybody wants to email me some stuff about Alcatraz, then it's have coming weeks. It's, it's coming out. Have been? It's in San Fran, right? I have not been, no. I I'd love to go. I've I've um, seen lots of tchotchkes for it in the San Fran airport. Cool. One Just thing I would like I, is, for, is for, like, People that are making virtual reality stuff to make an Alcatraz for me to explore. You virtual mean like, reality um, type. That you put yourself in like a little helmet and then you yeah, can walk like a, around through it. A computer visor, yep. I remember my parents got one of those like visor things that's just yeah, one to Christmas hold time. your phone mm-hmm. in front of your face. And I went to go download some like VR games on the app store and like all of them were haunted house ones, which I was like, on the one hand, I was like, cool. But on the other hand, I was like, what do I do if that's not, like, my genre? I know. know? What what if you just want to explore, like, the Redwood Forest? Right. Even as, like, somebody who likes scary things, like, I don't really want to explore a Mm -hmm. virtual haunted house. No, that is really, really scary. Yeah, I was like, it's too um, scary and it's stupid. It makes me, it reminds me that I need to tell you that... I was um I went up to Boston to see Tommy this past weekend and he I was showing him Rockafire videos. Oh, guys, the best thing in the world. <laughs> the, this is for anyone who doesn't know, Rockafire is the robotic <laughs> animatron band yeah. from Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, and other establishments as well. There's an amazing documentary <laughs> about like how this even came to pass. It's so absurd on YouTube. But Robin and I are obsessed with Rockafire. <laughs> Their version of Pop Lock and Drop It. That's the best one by me far. Going. It's like a directed music video. It's, it's so good. It's a it's an exercise in existential dread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so amazing. Cannot recommend it highly enough. But I was telling Tommy about it, and I was showing him the videos, and he was like, "This sounds a lot like a video game that oh, I Five know Nights about." At Freddy's. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't know about that, and it's it's gotta be like inspired by it for sure. Rock is. Of Fire. It is. I think that the main 
the main like character in that band is a bear, and that's the same as in Rock of yeah. Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only know about that from seeing like pictures of it online and being like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> what is this like decrepit play bear it. drawing?" I think it's like a. This might get me some backlash, but I think it's a kids' game. I don't know. I don't. I don't play the games. I'm not a big gamer, so maybe that's where I should start. Maybe I did have. I had when we had video games at like home. I played one that was. I don't know how this was true, but it was a game where you could only have access to a certain level. Mm -hmm. Maybe it came free with another game, and I had to buy the whole thing. Yeah, and all it was was a Casper themed game. Like after the movie came out, yeah, and I was Casper. Oh, that sounds like, great. You're Casper, and you're exploring this haunted like mansion that he lives in. And if you open up like a certain chest, like do you get the to go other on that three, fun like ride where it brushes your teeth and like puts a dress on you? Probably mm-hmm. in another level. Yeah, but I didn't get to like the underground. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I that was a fun and game. And like our our work. Slack channel this week. I was like, does anyone remember Nanosaur, that game that came on Max? <laughs> Nobody responded. And I was talking to my sisters about it later, and Zoe was like, oh my god, I also posted a thing about Nanosaur this week asking if anyone remembered that, and nobody responded. Whoa. Yeah. And we also have, or at least I have a weird memory of playing some other different dinosaur-themed game as a child where you could customize what the dinosaur looked like, and I used to make mine gold. So I just have this weird memory of, like, a gold, like, CD-ROM dinosaur. Did you ever have flying colors? No. What is that? Uh, Just being able to customize stuff. Flying colors was a computer, like, program. It wasn't even a game. It was, like, an early version of, like, yeah, of, like, a Photoshop-type thing where you could just go in there and it gave you, like, a background of a forest or a field. Oh, that's nice. And then you could add, like, you could go through and be, like, type in, like, butterflies. And it would give you, like, a bunch. Nice. And then you could, like, put them wherever you wanted. It was, like, (laughs) days, days on flying colors. That sounds really lovely. It was really relaxing. If anybody has like a hookup to Flying Colors now, I'd I bet really there's like a to game install that. Play of it on YouTube. Because sure. I went back and I was like walking down memory lane, being like Encarta '96 CD-ROM <laughs> walkthrough, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. That's fun, great. good times. So fun. The encyclopedia on a CD-ROM. <laughs> so good. Especially interesting because like we in my house didn't have the internet for a very long time. Yeah. I also like. I don't know if these were technically online. Mine was not. Yeah. Flying Colors was not. Yeah. Not at I all. I think most CD-ROMs were just a self-contained thing. And the when other you fun ran game, out of it, you huh? had seen the whole thing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. We played Escape from Monkey Island. I have heard of that. I don't think I played it. That was one game that we were allowed on the computer. It was fun. Cool. It was fun because it was spooky. <laughs> were the monkeys like bad or... Was it it was just... like a pirate. You wake up as a pirate on a ship that's not yours. Okay. Already. If I'm remembering scary. this correctly. And then you need to like figure out what's Is happening. Is anything really a pirate though? Isn't that the thing? Huh? They take everything. But you're also a pirate. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I don't remember. Somebody tell me more about Monkey Island. But for now, let's get into some tales. Let's get into some tales. Have you seen any good spooky shows or movies recently? I watched It. Oh, I did too. The It remake. What'd you think? I thought 
all the child actors were great. The child actors were really good. I thought, like, I thought it was pretty good, but I don't know if, like, it captures It didn't, essence. for me, capture the dread of the book. Sure. And also, I I have heard that I think they're going to be making, like, a sequel. They're going to be, like, splitting it up into yeah, movies. Yeah, at the end it said, like, part one. Right. And my whole thing was just, like, well, if you're going to split it up into more movies anyway, why not spend more time on the backstory of these kids before getting into the, like, defeating the monster part, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I feel like they kind of rushed that at the end, too. Like, my yeah. memories of the book are... I know that the monster becomes, like, a, a spider queen at the end, and there's all this stuff where, when they're, like, in the sewer. And I was, like, waiting for that to happen, and I was like, no fucking way are they going to be able to show this, like, spider huh. queen scene that I'm picturing. And then they kind of just, like, breeze through it pretty quickly, and I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I guess our work is done here. Yeah, it did It did kind of come to a head and, like, get solved out real fast. Yeah. But I... I don't know. The performances were all pretty good. The effects were cool. Yeah. Um, the girl who played Bev was great. So good. Really good. She's so good. Um, I do love a Finn Wolfhard. Oh, you know I love him. Yeah, he's and great. And I can't talk about it because it's... Inappropriate? Inappropriate. Yeah, it's, it's wrong. I'm going to come out and say it's wrong how I you know feel. it is. It's no, wrong. I don't feel grossly <laughs> about him. I just think he's wonderful. He is wonderful, and he's also our friend Cassandra's son. <laughs> he does look so much like so her. So much like her. She's like, I don't see it. And I'm like, everyone else does. Yeah. He's your look son. Look in the mirror. Yeah, so... You got a ghost for me today? I do, and I don't! Oh, my God. Okay. I don't know why. I've been, like, shying away from just regular old ghosts, but... I have, like, a apparition cryptid for you. Ooh, okay. And today I will be covering the Black Shook. Ooh. Is that spelled S-H-O-O-K? S-H-U-C-K. Oh, Shook. You may be more familiar with this ghost apparition cryptid as a black dog. <gasps> Shut up, dude. Mm-hmm. I know you've had many oh visitations. Oh, my God. I have been yep. visited. Also known by, as Old Shook. Old shook, but spelled shock, or simply shook. <laughs> it is a ghostly black dog, which is said to roam the coastline and countryside of East Anglia, I think. Okay. In England. A- uh, accounts of the animal f- um, occur in folklore in Norfolk, Suffolk, mm-hmm. Cambridgeshire, mm-hmm. and Essex. Shout out to Essex. Shout out. And the name shook um, derives from the old English word, I think it's pronounced like suka. It's S-C-U-C-C-A, possibly meaning witch. Nice. Or from the local dialect word, shucky. Oh, I yeah. like that. I like it too. That means shaggy or hairy. Oh, I know. God I bless. named my, my like pet shucky. The black shook is one of many ghostly black dogs recorded in the British Isles. Um, it's, I think, one of the earliest black dogs, at least, it's the only one in like, England, but this kind of idea, like, occurs everywhere. Yeah. You've probably seen it in the old Harry Potter. Oh, of course. You got your serious blast. It's true. Sometimes it is an omen of death. (laughs) Sometimes it is a companion... A, comp- a companion. I wish I had known this. Just a fun person. Yeah, this is actually <laughs> going to help you. It's classified as a cryptid, and there's lots of accounts of it appearing since, like, the 1500s. 
1877, Walter Rice stated that the shook was, quote, the most curious of our local apparitions, as they are no doubt varieties of the same animal. All of the shooks in all the land. (laughs) Yeah. For centuries, people in England have told tales of a large black dog with malevolent flaming eyes. Oh, shit. Or in some legends, it's a single eyeball. Like, centered in the face? Yeah, like a cyclops. Ooh, that's way scarier. Yeah, that are either red or or green. Dang. They are described as being like saucers, so these eyeballs are huge. According to reports, the beast varies in size and stature from a large dog to being the size of a calf or even a horse. Damn. The black shook is recorded as having appeared headless (gasps) sometimes. How do you know it's a dog? (laughs) I don't know. Good question. Maybe the tail. Yeah, probably. And then on other times, it, it's floating on a carpet of mist. That's fun. I love I'll that. say it. I love that. Like a magic carpet. Yeah. According to folklore, the specter haunts East Anglia. Let me know if I'm not saying that right, everyone. Primarily coastlines, graveyards, side roads, crossroads, bodies of water, and dark forests. Oof. W.A. Dut, or Dut, in his 1901 Highways and Byways in East Anglia, describes the creature thus. He takes the form of a huge black dog and prowls along dark lanes and lonesome field footpaths where, although his howling makes the hero's blood run cold, his footfalls make no sound. You may know him at once should you see him by his fiery eye. He has but one. Okay, so this guy prescribes to the one eyeball, Cyclops, shook. And that, like the Cyclopses, (gasps) he even says it, is in the middle of the head. But such an encounter might bring you the worst of luck. It is even said that to meet him is to be warned that your death will occur before the end of the year. No. So you will do well to shut your eyes if you hear him howling. Shut them even if you are not certain whether it is the dog fiend or the voice of the wind you hear. Wait, you can't just stand there with your eyes closed if you're walking somewhere. You can. If I hear like, ooh, shut those eyes. <sighs> Should you never set eyes on our Norfolk snarlyow? That's another misnomer that I'll get into. You may perhaps doubt his existence and, like other learned folks, tell us that his story is nothing but the old Scandinavian myth of the Black Hound of Odin. Oh my god, what? Yep, he knows I'm telling Odin? you, dude. No, it's a Scandinavian myth related to... It's oh, okay. Like, black dog myths are everywhere. Okay. But Black Shook is especially funny mm. and great because I have some pictures to show you later. Brought to us by the Vikings who long ago settled on the Norfolk coast. So basically, this is based in Scandinavian fork, folk... Folklore? Come on. Folklore? <laughs> because they settled the Norfolk coast. Okay. And Odin, Odin's black dog mm-hmm. is a thing. There's probably more to that, but you know what? I didn't look it up. You're doing great. Uh, yeah, he calls it old Snarlyow. Oh, I Which like is that also name. a fun one. I, I love it. Um, so, yeah, in some of the legends, it means you're going to die mm-hmm. if you see it. Mainly in, that like, That was my Essex. assumption. I was like, fuck me. Yeah, it means the observer's almost immediately just going to die. However, more often than not, stories tell of the black shook just scaring people and then leaving them alone. Okay. To go about their lives normally. Close to my experience. (laughs) Yeah, and sometimes, and honestly, this may be even closer, in some cases, it supposedly comes upon you before. No, actually, no, this doesn't relate. Before your close relatives or the observer oh. becomes very ill. Okay. Well, you know, I would, devil's advocate, say sometimes a dog might scare you and it doesn't even mean to. 
Yeah, the black shook may just be like it may just be doing like, something Hi, else. It's me, oh, I'm sorry. Or he's just like I'm just also walking on this yeah, road. Yeah, I'm sorry that yeah. I know I look this way. By contrast, in other stories, the black shook is regarded as being pretty much harmless, mm-hmm. and said also to accompany women on their way home in the role as protector, Aww. rather as a portent of ill will and That's ill omen. So maybe it was just like, hey, you okay? Yeah, that escort? would also make sense. Yeah. Some of them have also been known to help lost travelers find their way home and are generally not threatening at all. So, yeah, this is more like the 19th and 20th century black mm-hmm. shook. Yeah. Early on, that shit's evil and you're going to yeah, die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, appearance at Peterborough Abbey. Oh, fuck. Dr. Simon Sherwood suggests that the earliest surviving description of devilish black hounds is an account of when it came to Peterborough Abbey. Okay. This is around 1127. Oh, fuck. That's old. It's really fucking old. Did people even have pet dogs? Yeah, I think they have have forever, but whatever. He says, let no one be surprised at the truth of what we are about to relate. God, I'm saying that in front of everything (laughs) I say now. For it was common knowledge throughout the whole country that immediately after Abbot Henry of Poitou's arrival at Peterborough Abbey, it was the Sunday when they sing Ixurge Quir. This is Latin. Many men both saw and heard a great number of huntsmen hunting. The huntsmen were black, huge, and hideous and rode on black horses what? and on black he goats? Hegots? Hegots? And the hounds were jet black with eyes like saucers and horrible. Wait, so is this related to the wild hunt at all or is it all kind of just like a similar myth? This isn't. Okay. But there's. As the wild hunts related to Christmas, this yeah. is around Easter time. Okay. It's got to be some weird, like, equinox thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was seen in the very dear park of the town of Peterborough and in the woods that stretch from that same town to Stamford. Shout out, Stamford CT. Hey. And in the night, the monks heard them sounding and winding their horns. Reliable witnesses who kept watch in the night declared that there might well have been as many as 20 or 30 of them winding their horns. Winding their horns? Wind those horns, baby. Winding? Winding? Oh, it might be winding. Like It's got to be winding. Their horns as near they could tell. (laughs) That's got to be 20 or 30 winding horns. Winding (laughs) horns as near I could tell. This was seen and heard from the time of his arrival all through Lent and right up to Easter. So basically, in like 1127... Around Easter time, people would see a bunch of horrible black hounds and I guess like ghostly riders with them. Um, Oh my God, dude. This account also appears to describe the European wide phenomenon of the wild wild hunt. Oh, fuck. It's a thing. It's a thing. You know, we, guys, it's so good. What I want to coordinate our own wild hunt, hunt, man. Yeah. So fun. The next appearance is probably the most. Famous one. Okay. In Bungay and Blythburg. I don't know if this is how you pronounce Bungay. I I buy it. Bung- yeah, it seems it's right. Be Bungay, <laughs> I don't know right? how else it would be. Also, look at this. This was like I like that drawing. Yeah, it looks we'll like a somewhere like a go- like a goat with like a demon's claws. It's so fun. We'll we'll share this with you guys. It's basically what they like posted up after this yeah, happened. Like, Watch out for this guy. It's really great. Got a lot of those spellings where it's like seldom is spelled S E L D O M E. Or and is scene. it like seldom? Mm-hmm. Scene <laughs> is just like S E E N E. Old. Strange has like an A U for no reason. 
years spelled Y-E-E-R-E. So fun. Get over yourself. Ugh, love it. So the most nord notable. I can't speak. Notable report of the Black Shook is his appearance at the churches of Bungay and Blackburg in Suffolk. Mm-hmm. Listen carefully now, because this is insane. On August 4th, 1577, at Blytheburg, Black Shook is said to have burst in through the doors of Holy Trinity Church just during, during Mass to a clap of thunder. What? So metal. He made like a showstopper so cool. entrance. Mm-hmm. He ran up the nave, <laughs> passed a large congregation, killing a man and boy. <gasps> Oh, no. <laughs> and causing the church steeple to collapse through the roof. Oh, my God. Really As the dog up. left, he left scorch marks on the north door, which can be seen on the church to this day. That's really crazy. Do you want to see them? Yeah, I would love to. This is the this is the door. <gasps> Those are them. Wow. What? How big was the dog? You, it's a, from it's a large dog those, to a calf or like, horse. A horse-sized ones. Yeah, look at how high up they wow. are. Wow! I mean, what do you even do if you're just having a plain old day in church and all of a sudden this fire dog comes in and really... Like... Rocks your world. Thunder. Yeah, it's just like, here I am! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like ACDC starts playing. Yeah, yeah. It just eats a man and a boy. Yeah, Rips just like, the sand down and then... Just so like, many electric guitars. <laughs> Slams that door behind it. Everybody's he turns like, like uh, all you guys saw that, right? The crucifix is upside down. Yeah. Stabs someone with one. Leaves in a blaze Ooh, of fire. Wow. Honestly, I like his style. I would love to be in church for that one special day. So fun. The same day, I think. <laughs> While everybody's still at gathering. At St. Mary's Church in Bungay was described this. This black dog, it's from um, Abraham Fleming, 1577. Okay. This black dog, or the devil, <laughs> D-I-V-E-L, in such a lineous, I don't even know. Guys, old English, sorry. God, he knoweth all who worketh all, running all, okay, so this devil dog, running all along down the body of the church with great swiftness, spelled in a way you'd never know. Swiftness? An incredible haste among the people in a visible form and shape passed between two persons as they were kneeling upon their knees and occupied in prayer, as it seemed, wrung the necks of both of them (gasps) in one instant, cleaned backward. Shut up. In so much that even at a moment when they kneeled, they strangely died. What the so awesome, though. My main cue is not only how did it move that fast, but also Thumbs. how does a dog move I know. twist anything? I don't know. I don't know. But it's so <laughs> Just fun. Just like the paws being like. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of it leaving and then being like, boom, I'm here. Like, <laughs> two people <laughs> kneeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. So fun. And oh. also just being like, yeah, I'm going to like fuck up some church people yeah, today. having fun at church. God. Fleming was a translator and editor for several printing houses in London, and he probably, like, didn't... He probably kind of exaggerated what happened. Still. Still! Still! Um, The scorch marks on the door of that other church are referred to by locals as the devil's fingerprints. They look like it. Yeah. And the event is remembered in this verse, I guess, like a poem or something. Can you sing it? repeated. I'll say it. Because I don't know the, the tune. I mean... 
All down the church in mist of fire, the hellish monster flew, and passing onward to the choir, he many people slew. Rock of fire. Love it. Wow. Rock plus roll. David Waldron and Christopher Reeve, not that one. Oh. Suggest that, yeah. Suggests that a fierce electrical storm recorded by contemporary accounts on that day, coupled with the trauma of the ongoing Reformation, may have just led to accounts of this. What, like mass hysteria? Folklore, I guess, but like, I. There's no way I don't know. That, that at that's two a churches. a specific story for two different churches to make up. Also, how in hell would a steeple just fall through into a church, a man and a boy die, and then like there's claw marks on the door? Like that makes sense if you're if you're thinking like maybe lightning struck the church and all that th- that stuff happened at once. Yeah, it makes me kind of think of ball lightning. That phenomenon. sure love ball lightning. Um, That's like really fun. Like that could have happened. We covered but that then it's early like, on. Why would they even say they saw a dog? You know, why not be like, and we saw like a great spirit moving through. Right. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense for it to specific. be a dog. Yeah. So another uh, haunting in Littleport, Cambridgeshire. Two different legends of spectral black dogs linked to the black shook, but differing in pretty, pretty noticeable ways. Local folklorist W.B. Barrett relates the story of a huge black dog haunting the area after being killed, rescuing the area after being. Basically, the dog. This was is hard murdered? to like understand, but it haunts. It ha- basically these two different dogs, their owners were killed. Okay. So like it, b- it belonged to a little girl. She was killed. The okay. ghost of it haunts you. This other one, its owner drowned. The ghost of it haunts you. Okay. So it's more related to like an actual person that lived. Okay. There's also appearances in Durham, Swanton, Morley. I don't really know what that is. Um, yeah, and there was a possible exhumation <gasps> of what they think might have been the what. Legendary. Hold Black up. Shook. There was like a dog in a grave that they exhumed. Shout out to the Sleepy Hollow Cemetery and that mm-hmm. dog that's buried there. Ooh, shout out. And Greenwood Cemetery. Yes. Really Aww. good dog grave. We should do a dog grave tour. Better than all the people graves in there. Sadder too. Yeah. Um, in May 2014. That was really recently. A large dog was excavated at Lyston Abbey and was linked to, to the legend of the Black Shook. Carbon dating of the bones indicated a date of either 1650 or 1690. And it was buried at an abbey? Yes, or 1700s or even 19, like 20. I don't know how carbon dating works. carbon dating seems really accurate. So fucking lots of years. And the animal was, quote, likely to have been interred when there was no surface trace of the original building remaining. Huh. So old ass. Yeah. But not original. Okay. Still, it's like, why bury a dog at a church? Mm-hmm. Um, East Anglian poet, songwriter Martin Newell, wrote about the discovery and retold some of the stories he heard from locals while preparing his epic poem, Black Shook, the Ghost Dog of Eastern England. Oh my god. Which, I did not look up, but we should <laughs> definitely check it out. The odd thing is that people today claim sightings of black dogs. So yeah, like, dude. It's probably like the ghost of itself, in a way, you know what I mean? I, yeah, I mean, I've heard things about black dogs, not just localized in England, though. Like, I yeah. thought it was just kind of like a universal symbol. Yeah, one guy, like, when this dude went around collecting information, the locals would be like, oh, you're writing about black shook? He'd yeah. be like, yeah, yeah. And they'd be like, oh, 
be careful. Good luck. Be really careful, man. Close those eyes. If One you woman out. that he like talked to said that she'd seen Black Shook early one morning, uh, summer morning in the 1950s. And then a man in Suffolk said he'd seen it one evening on the marshes. This is just like a fun Sherlock Holmes Hound of the Baskervilles yeah, type thing. literal Hound of the Where it's the just like everywhere. And yeah, that's that's basically wow. the Black Shook. I like to imagine the Black Shook looks exactly like the nothing from The NeverEnding Story. Oh, probably. Probably not far off. It has a glowing, I think, I think green eyes in The NeverEnding Story. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I know that I've told my story about seeing a black dog before, mm-hmm. but just yep. to remind the listener, it was probably 2010, and I was driving home from a friend's house in our hometown, mm-hmm. and at a little crossroads next to an open field, and I went over a tiny hill, and at the bottom of the tiny hill, there was just a black dog sitting in the middle of the road. This was like four in the morning. And I was like, ah, what the fuck? How large was it? It was huge. It was yeah. a big, it was like a fat black lab. Shook size. And it was wearing, I think it was wearing a fun little jaunty bandana. Ooh. So I stopped the car and got out and like started calling for it because I was like, well, this dog has just run away. Mm-hmm. And um, didn't find it, didn't hear anything, and just got in my car and drove home. And that was it. That's a shook. But that's like the nice one. Maybe. He's like, you're a woman traveler going home by yourself. Yeah. That's a nice one. I know, but who's to say that something bad hasn't happened since then? I don't think the bad ones wear bandanas, to be honest. That's true. That did feel like a lighthearted touch. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What would you do if you saw a nothingness-style shook? Would you close your eyes and wait for it to leave? At that point, if you've no. seen it, isn't it already too late if to close If you hear it, you can close your eyes. But if you see it, man, I just, I just level with it. I'd be like, hey, I, I heard what you did in those churches. That That's badass. Like, I'll go with you. Take and me like, with you. And, like, next time, might I suggest a little lightning, a little a little music, maybe. Yeah. You want to, like, really set the scene, mm-hmm. yeah. maybe invite in somebody with an amp. Fog machine. Oh, yeah. Fog machine would fucking tie oh, it all Oh, bring the together. house down. Literally. Bring the church down. <laughs> Raise the church. Oh, my God. So cool, though. That I just really love cool. the idea of a black shook in the middle of, like, fla, 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 Just being like, <laughs> Yeah. It, with a blast of thunder. So fun. And then, like, it is a shame that he has to kill those guys. Like, the dad and... I don't know why I made it a dad. It was just a <laughs> The man. dad and his beautiful boy. Um, I do like also the idea of a, <laughs> of a dog gliding on a small cloud. I love I really that. Like that. <laughs> it's so good. Just a misty carpet. It's like, hello. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think animal ghosts have a have a pass for me. I like them all. I like them all. Yeah, like, I don't think of it as evil, even though I know it's supposed Mm-mm. to be. Yeah, I'm kind so of fun. picturing the demon from Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters oh, 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gozer? Is that, that it? That one's Gozer, yeah. To, it, to me, the black shook has more hair, though. Yeah, that one is pretty hairless, actually. Than a Gozer. Actually. And looks more like, I'd say, like, maybe a, a shepherd a lab house mix. dog. Yeah. 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 Long tail, yeah. I like that. Something I'd like as a pet, really. I like a fat lab. Oh, so good. They're just, like, riddled with tumors, but yeah, I love it's them. it's true. You also know that I, I love, as I've covered on, on this pod, a, a werewolf. Yeah, you do. I'm into it. Wow. Really into it. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Anyway. What you got for me? So mine is more of like a fun. I mean, yours was very fun too. I feel like this is a, mean. We're doing fun <laughs> ones. No, I mean mine is like kind of stupid. Mine's like kind of fun. Mine is more fun. <laughs> no, this one is kind of like 
It's it's sillier okay. than just like like a fish taco. Kind of okay. So this is the story of Thomas Busby's cursed chair. Ooh, <laughs> so describe to me quickly the chair. Well, what I, am I what am I imagining? Well, it's kind of just like a turned wooden. Um, like, I don't think it was a rocking chair, just a turned wooden reclining. Okay. Kind of like the chair I have right there. Okay. Um, okay. You know, your classic wood chair, nothing too fancy about it. Great, like a shaker almost. Mm-hmm. A lot of what I'm going to read is from the website, theparanormalguide.com. Great. So, a little bit about Thomas Busby. Um, in the late 17th century, a counterfeiter of currency named Daniel Audie moved to the small town of Kirkby Whisk in North Yorkshire, England. Ooh. Probably around the same zone where the, that shook was. Yeah. <laughs> Trotting about. It was a nice, quiet location for Daniel to conduct his illicit trade of faking currency. So he bought an old farm, and he converted it to something more suitable to his needs, which was a large, hidden room, and had a very intense locking mechanism so nobody could walk in and catch him counterfeiting money. So he renamed that farm Danity Hall. Hmm. So Daniel had a daughter named Elizabeth, and a local man by the name of Thomas Busby fell in love with her. Oh. Yeah. The two were married, but Daniel didn't fully approve of the Sure, yeah. But soon, him and Thomas Busby became partners in the counterfeiting game. Ugh. And, um, you got to, I guess. Yeah, but by all accounts, Busby was kind of like a drunk, and so they would fight a lot. <laughs> so... You know, kind of a weird situation. You got your dad. Trying to He's woo in the counterfeiting Elizabeth. Business. Yeah. You got Elizabeth. Um, so yeah. Busby and Elizabeth started living together in a local inn down the road from Danity Hall. Um, things started to get tense between Daniel and Thomas. And for unknown reasons, Daniel came to the inn one day to drag Elizabeth home and away from Thomas for good. But she was like, no, 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 I'm not going anywhere until Thomas gets home. So she and her dad sat outside the inn and waited until Thomas Busby got back. And when he did, he was blackout drunk. So the two guys start fighting. It would seem that Daniel didn't want his daughter to be married or even associated with somebody who drank as much as Thomas did. Wait, but wasn't the dad also drunk? No, the dad was just like a shitty counterfeit. Okay, I misunderstood this. Great. Um, Thomas is the drunk. Yeah, so Daniel is yelling at Thomas, being like, you're drunk, I I don't want my daughter to have anything to do with you. Thomas is yelling back at him, but what he's yelling about has nothing to do with this fight, and he's (laughs) mostly just mad that Daniel happened to be sitting in his favorite chair. So the dad is yelling at him, like, you're drunk, you're not good enough for my daughter, and the drunk guy (laughs) is like, get out of my chair! (laughs) That is my chair! So he grabs Daniel and rips him out of his chair and demands that he leaves. So Daniel's like, I'm gone. I'm done. This is, I'm done with this. He leaves to go back to his farm without his daughter. And drunk Thomas was fuming mad. Later that night, he walked the three-mile trek to Danity Hall and bludgeoned Daniel to death <gasps> with one of his own counterfeiting hammers. Oh, my God. Yeah. What is a counterfeiting hammer? I think they would make, like, um... They would pound out like coins, like fake ah, coins, okay, okay. out of like non man. That's metals. a real bespoke, like Oof. slow counterfeiting. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Just like each coin. At that point, it's like just get a job just making something a with a hammer. Penny. Yeah, you'll I get don't paid understand. in real coins. <laughs> um, Daniel's body was found in the nearby woods where Thomas had tried to hide it. Didn't do a great job. He was God. charged, trialed, and found guilty of the murder. And in 17, 1702, he was hanged. 
After he was dead, he was cut down, dipped in pitch, and hung from the gallows. Ooh. Yeah. Twice killed. Yeah. So as, as the legend goes... As he was led to his execution, Busby cursed all people to death who would take a seat in his favorite chair. He's still mad about that one thing. (laughs) Cannot get over it. (laughs) And right before he finished his last meal, he is said to have claimed, May sudden death come to anyone who dare sit in the chair. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Tell me that this chair is like mounted on a wall. It is. Are you kidding me? So after the execution. Am I I right? No, that's literally exactly right. Well, thank fucking God. Well, so they renamed it the Busby Stupin after he was killed. And the number of people who have sat in the chair and subsequently died is currently at 63. (laughs) Yeah. A few decades back, a young builder's apprentice died soon after having lunch at the inn. His workmates had dared him to sit in the chair. He did. Later that day, he fell through the roof and died. A delivery man. Sorry, I just like he said not to. He told you not to. Sudden death. Sudden death. They all died. A delivery man sat in the chair when it was stored away in the cellar after inquiring about the legend. He died in a car crash that evening. Wow. Uh, There's a nearby airfield and apparently a bunch of airmen have died after sitting in the chair. After uh, one airman dies, no more airmen. Don't do it anymore. Yeah, it's said that every airman who sat in the chair didn't return home from the war. You idiots. Um, a chimney sweep sat in the chair one evening Aww. after having a few drinks. He left at some hour of the night or morning, know. but didn't get that far. He was found hanging from a gatepost next to the fake, they have a fake Busby noose next, <gasps> next to the inn, and he was found hanging from it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Some more victims include a cleaning lady who was diagnosed with a brain tumor after knocking into the chair. Oh, God. Sad, probably not related, but still. A number of cyclists and motorcycles who suffered fatal road accidents. A hitchhiker who was run over having after having spent two nights at the pub. And a local man who died of a heart attack shortly after sitting in the chair. Destroy the fucking chair. Yeah. Uh, there's another story. Two airmen, again, nearby airfields, that... At the end one night, daring each other to sit in the chair, one of them caved in eventually and placed his backside on the chair just for a second. On their way back to the field, they both died in a traffic accident. Whoa. Yeah. And in the late 1970s, the owner was like, enough is enough. (laughs) Wait, where was the chair this whole time? It was just like at the inn in like the cellar. Yeah. Fucking Christ. It's like, why would you not, like, burn it? But put it somewhere where no one could, like, lock the cellar. Right. Do something. Stop letting people accidentally, like, Put some books on it. On it. Right. Something. Something. Well, those books are going to get cursed. Yeah, that's true. Um, so that's he was fun. like, enough is enough. So he took the chair to a local museum with instructions for them to display it hung high on the wall where no one could yes, sit on it. Yes, thank you. And that's where it remains to this day, in the Thirsk Museum. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. it's funny that... Right immediate, I was like, put it on a wall. Put that bad boy on a wall. Because that's weird. Because my that first thought because might That be thought didn't even enter my mind. I was like, burn it. In, in my, yeah, I should have been like, take a hatchet to it. Yeah. But instead, I think because I really do like fine woodwork. Yeah. I was like, just put mount it. Respect that wood and hang it put on it a wall. Put it on a wall. Also, though, like, it wouldn't even cross my mind to be like, how do we keep people from sitting in it? I know. Hang it on the wall so high that no man could ever <laughs> deign to sit in it. <laughs> It's like, just turn it upside down or something yeah, and put yeah. like a do not sit sign. Yeah, that would be, I'll, although I do love the idea of a, 
a chair where you can put stuff on it and then it becomes haunted. Yeah. Like, like it's a like, conductor. whoa, now yeah. I've got a fun haunted Charges book. it up. Yeah. That's really fun. That's really fun. Yeah. Um, anyway. That's crazy. I, it seems to me like if you want to curse something, literally all you have to do is is declare that it's cursed right before you die. I think getting killed is also a big part of it. What do you mean? But he was killed... I mean, he wasn't killed by the chair or because of the chair. I guess no, but I way. think that in order to to like make oh, something, oh, you have to die and like I think you need to be your intent be needs to go into it. Yeah, like someone like you need to know I'm about to be executed. Yeah, and die. I want to channel my yeah. my energy into this. I'm going to use everything that's going on right now. Yeah, to cast see that a chair spell. over there. Watch out for that. Yeah, that's going to be me in 20 minutes. Wow, wow. I mean, I just don't get the idea of somebody being like. I'm telling you straight up, don't sit in this chair. It's haunted. And somebody being like, I dare you to sit in the chair, though. Like, I why do would get you, that. Why would you ever be like, okay. I mean, after, like, the second person died, yeah. wouldn't you be like, all those no airmen, fucking way am I sitting in Those airmen should have known. Like, those guys should have known. You can't do that. You like, really can't. No way. No way. Yeah. I do just love, too, that even as on, like, in his dying breath, he was like, I'm mad about don't this chair, chair still. <laughs> Like, he, a man died for that chair. Two men died over over that chair. It must have been so fucking nicely made. God, it, oh, I bet it, it was a fucking incredible. great chair, man. Yeah, there are photos Comfortable. of it. Comfortable. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. by, to the naked eye, like, to me, who doesn't know that much about, like, woodworking, um, it looks like a very standard wood chair. Regular chair. But not worth fighting for, not worth dying for. Huh. But then again, I don't know that much about... Woodworking, so I, I mean, get it. I don't either. Like, no one really does. I'm not like obsessed with my my like bed as like a physical object, but if somebody were like sitting in my bed and they were fighting with me, I think I would be like, get out of my bed, you know? Sure. I guess it's not really the same because I wouldn't kill for it. Yeah, I wouldn't like once they left, be like, you know what? I'm gonna follow I'm still, that person home. I'm, I'm still so mad. Murder them. <laughs> I'm gonna murder them with a counterfeit How hammer. Dare they? I bet a counterfeit hammer is probably, like, heavier than a regular hammer. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe when he was killed with it, he was just covered in tiny coin, like... Yeah, just little, peat, like, like yeah. out silhouettes of mm-hmm. whoever was on the coins back then. And they were like, we know exactly who did this. <laughs> like, or maybe in that we, moment they were like... the weapon. Oh, God, he was counterfeiting this whole time? <laughs> yeah, like, we thought this was an, a stand-up guy. Wow. And it turns out that whoever did this was really doing a public yeah. service. Until they were like, oh, you too, though? Yeah, well, yeah, since you're like, doing it my as business well. partner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> since it's you too, we have to kill you. You. Oh God! Yeah, those. What would fun. you if you could curse one object? What would it be? Hmm. To be haunted. If I could curse yeah. an object, like a doll or a car. I think a I pair would, of shoes. Tough. This is tough. I think I might curse like something. It it has to be something that is seemingly very innocent. Like uh, a retainer. No one's gonna <laughs> touch a retainer, even if it's not cursed. Okay. Um. Uh, a music box. Maybe a piece of jewelry. That's a good one. Yeah, because it's always touching somebody. Like a ring or something. Yeah, yeah. some kind of locket. That would be cool. Yeah. yeah. That's like, that feels very classic to me. Yeah. That's a I fun was going to say a you? house, but that's like stupid. Because it's like, maybe yeah, I just well, want to like, have of hardware. of like the haunting of a house. Maybe like a cool haunted doorknob would be fun. Yeah. Because it's constantly touching people's hands and stuff. That's true, I guess, but I guess my second choice would be, uh, like, a car, like mm. Christine. 
16. Uh, hold on to that because <gasps> I got something coming up for the next step. Ooh, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Me. Uh, but for this one, to round it all out, what's your tip? Ooh. Well, my tip would say if someone curses something, don't tempt fate by yeah. trying to prove it wrong or call its bluff. Yeah. R- listen to somebody who's cursing something. If a heinous drunk murderer tells you not to sit in their chair after death or sudden death yeah. will befall you, believe them. And also, like, maybe just if someone has a very clear favorite chair, just don't tempt fate by sitting in it and mm. then fighting them. Mm. It's like it's like taking someone's parking spot and then, like, yeah. like getting in a fight with them. True. What's yours? Um, I do have a correction. I'm pretty sure for myself. Just, just, this is bothering me. Okay. I think you were seeing singing Rock Me Like a Hurricane before by the Scorpions. Oh, is that who it's by? And then I said, ACDC. I hope ACDC plays. It's not related. I know that ACDC didn't write you could have Rock Me Like a Hurricane. They never would have done that. I, I just like want you guys for like to one know. Person. It's just for me. <laughs> it's just for me. <laughs> well, I would never have known, but I respect. Your I would integrity. have known. I would have known. You would um, be able to live with yourself. My tip is to just lean right into the black shook. Mm-hmm. If you see a black dog, run up to it. Trust it. Because even if death befalls you, I mean, it's going to enjoy no this what. black dog while it's here. You're the black shook no doesn't what. physically kill you. Fault. Yeah, it only killed those four people. It's kind of like um, just another portent of death, as yeah. we've heard about before. Yeah, it's like a radiant boy. God, wouldn't oh, it be fun it if a radiant boy and radiant the shook boy. came? Imagine a little radiant boy riding on the back of a shook. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Gliding so much. on a cloud. Gliding on a little foggy mist cloud. Oh, I love them. Oh, I love them what too. Friends. They're fun. Unlikely ghost friends. Yeah, it's so fun. Um, that's okay. great. Okay, well, yeah. I think that's wonderful, and I think everybody should email us your ghost stories at that's podcast at gmail.com. Please do it. Follow and, us on the things. Yep. Uh, Instagram, that's the spirit podcast. Twitter, spirit pod. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, just like please write into us even just to say hi. Yeah, and tell us if you'd like it to hear a, a ghost story, if, if you'd like us to, yeah, to look something. into somewhere that you're from. Mm-hmm. Um, we would love that. We would really love that. So and much. we love you. We love you very, very much, and I'll see you in hell. We'll see you in hell, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Hello, 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 hello. That's so weird.